0: Welcome to The Slotted Lamb, a movies by minute watch of the John Landis written and directed 1981 horror classic, An American Werewolf in London. I'm your host, Troy, and I want to thank you for joining me on this journey. Hey everyone, this is uh, Troy coming at you at the beginning of this uh, particular episode. Uh, yet again, uh, there seems to be another problem with the recording of these episodes. While well, the original footage was actually somehow corrupted and lost, my re-recording of this episode also happened to get mixed up with a microphone problem. While I was doing some live edits on the fly, it seems that every single time I came off of a pause, there was a little bit of a crackling static in the microphone. Mind you, it only lasts for a second or two, but it does unfortunately get a little annoying, at least it was to me. but. Other than that, the rest of it is uh, pretty smooth sailing. Again, another short episode. Again, I wish uh, I could uh, have my original stuff here for you guys, but unfortunately, like I said, I'm doing the best that I can with what uh, little I've got. So that's my apology and here we go. Please enjoy the rest of this episode. So, this is Thursday's episode, which means we are now at minute 76 of the movie. And this particular minute starts with David trying to fool around and ends up all mutilated. This particular minute finishes off the phone conversation between Alex and Dr. Hirsch, uh, discussing David's return and how the uh, doctor wants to see David right away. Uh, Beginning the minute where Alex is laying down on her bed while on the phone, Uh, David is lying right next to her, and he is in a very playful mood. Uh, She tries uh, to uh, rest assured David's condition while one-handedly trying to hold him back. Dr. Hirsch inquires about sending a vehicle around to pick them up, uh, but Alex has an easier plan, whose voice is actually heard over the phone, then Dr. Hirsch uh, ends the conversation. What, shall I send a car? A taxi will be fast, I expect you shortly. Dr. Hirsch then hangs up the phone, and with the receiver still up to his ear, starts dialing, his rotary phone, another phone number. We now witness David and Alex walking along a sidewalk, still in a residential area, as the buildings uh, they are walking past are apartments, all of which have metal fences surrounding them. The sidewalk that they have just come around a corner on is very wet, more than likely due to the constant mist that seems to be in the air for London. And they pass a big tubular-shaped mailbox and several cars. Alex is definitely walking with purpose, as David bounces alongside her like a child on too much sugar. They are away from the area where Alex's flat is because Alex claims uh, better cab availability. Uh, David also believes he should be under observation, and Alex tells him uh, Dr. Hirsch will be able to help. We should be able to get a taxi here. You know, I should be committed. Here we are. Dr. Hirsch will know what to do. David goofs around, uh, jumping up in front of Alex when she passes by. He grabs at her ass, uh, making her speed up for uh, her pace for a second or two. Uh, David is compu- confused by the energy he's experiencing. I don't know why I feel so good. I haven't felt this good in a long time. You know, my body feels great. I feel like an athlete. Let's go back to your place very quick. You- at laser. Oh, come on. Maybe- oh, good. All this while as David is pawing at her, trying to hold her close and as... They continue down the walk, uh, down the sidewalk. Alex has to almost constantly slap away at David's hands, and she uh, manages to flag down a taxi. As they approach it, two women are who are currently exiting it. David cheeringly greets them, and Alex encourages David to enter. Good morning. Get him. No, I just. Once both are inside and the taxi's availability light is switched uh, off, we uh, then cut to the interior of the back seat of the taxi. David is already seated and is uh, singing along to his own jolly little tune. Alex closes the door behind her and sits as uh, David quickly wraps both his arms around her. She uh, states where they want to go and the uh, driver confirms. St. Martin's Hospital. Right. Just before the taxi takes off, David adds kissing Alex's uh, neck to the hug, and uh, she seems a little taken back at the start, but then starts to rub one of his arms. Then, as the taxi starts, so does the driver's chat about the current local events. It puts you in mind of the days of the old demon barbara fleet street, doesn't it? The taxi driver is played by... Actor Alan Ford, who was born on February 23rd, 1938, in Camberwell, London, England. He's an actor and producer, known for Snatch in 2000, American Wolf in London in 1981, and Cockney and Zombies in 2012. He got uh, most of his actually acting training in East 15 acting school. And according to IMDb, has one of the larger, actually, uh, filmographies associated with him with 106 acting roles. And again, like most of the uh, secondary uh, supporting cast of this movie, a lot of television appearances. But Mr. Ford also has quite a few uh, uh, film Credits. Whereas you can almost be guaranteed that he is playing some sort of villain or mobster or just a general bad guy. Alex then questions the driver's observations. Sorry. The driver continues. The murders. In the back, uh, David, who is intrigued by the driver's statement, stops kissing on Alex. What murders? The driver continues recalling what happened. nights six of them all in different parts of the city all mutilated as the driver delivers the tale uh david's demeanor slowly starts to change as if he is taking in the drivers and inf- as he is taking in the driver's information uh he's taken his arms from around alex and his face grows concerned so, a couple of things to point out about this particular sequence of the movie. It looks as if uh, Alan Ford, uh, from the looks of this, uh, seems to be actually driving the taxi and uh, delivering his lines at the same time. The vehicle does not appear to be uh, being towed, which is understandable because of the where they're shooting this particular uh, scene. There is no way that they would be tying up any sort of traffic. I guess they wouldn't have the permission to or the budget to actually get a, uh, uh, the vehicle up on a, uh, a hauling vehicle that you normally would see. Uh, plus, if you uh, watch the switching angles inside the uh, taxi, the shot of David and Alex are actually from the moment that the, uh, the actually the vehicle itself pulls away from the curb where uh, David Naughton and uh, Judy Gerder had gotten in. However, when we cut to the first shot of the driver himself, he is suddenly on the very right side of the road and no longer in a rural area. And when he makes the right hand turn, when the shot cuts back to the back seat, uh, the road seen out of the back of the window is uh, still straight and uh, both sides are um, occupied with uh, apartment buildings once again. On the commentary track, we have a very tiny little uh, morsel of information. Uh, when the sequence where uh, David and Alex are coming around the corner to look for the cab, they're walking along the sidewalk, David Naughton points out this is one of the sequences where they uh, where they improv the actual lines. Now according to the script, a good portion of what is actually said in this sequence is actually there. but. Like stated before, a couple of lines were improved into this particular sequence. Other than that, both David Naughton and Griffin Dunn become completely quiet for the rest of this minute. According to the script, scene 73, interior Dr. Hirsch's office, and scene 74, interior Alex's flat, this is the end of the phone conversation, and as it is in the final film. However, unlike the movie, we actually hear that Dr. Hirsch has called the police, where we have, uh, after he is hung up with Alex, he continues to obviously dial in the movie, but we actually hear him... um, talking to someone on the other line as they've picked up, and he and he goes, yes, Scotland Yard." We then go to scene 75, exterior London Street Day. Uh, the sequence where Alex and David are hailing a, a taxi is almost exact at the, at the film, except for a little bit of improv that David Naughton puts in with the whole uh, let's go back to your place for a quickie line. Plus, there's uh, no mention in the script of anyone leaving the cab that they approach. Scene 76, Interior, Taxi, Day. The sequence of of this section of the script plays out just as it does in the film when it comes to all the lines. When it comes to the radio drama, Like in the script, we actually hear Dr. Hirsch making the phone call to Scotland Yard. Then we go to the scene where Alex and David are walking along the sidewalk, there is some extra little bits in here where David mentions that being committed for having woken up in the wolf pin naked and how his buddy Jack would have laughed at that. Other than that, the actual improv lines that are not in the script that David puts David Naughton puts into the actual movie actually do exist in the radio drama. So the whole entire quickie line also exists in the radio drama. Then once uh, they get into the taxi cab, uh, Alex, unlike in the movie or anything like that, asks David if he's okay. He says he's good. The conversation continues on as it does with the regular uh both the movie and the actual script, where the driver starts to talk about the incidents from that night, and then we actually have one little difference is discovered in the next minute. And on that note, that brings us to the end of another minute of An American World from London, and the end of this episode of Welcome to the Slaughtered Lamb. So be sure to subscribe to this podcast on either Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or any of your favorite podcast catchers. And if you'd be so kind as to share, rate, and review us, that would be really cool too. If you feel like following this podcast on the social medias, you can follow Planet Geek Pod, all one word, on Instagram and Twitter. And if you'd like to send us a message via email, send it to planetgeekpod at gmail.com. So until next time, remember, keep off the moors, stick to the roads. Best of luck.